Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, we are in our current podcast message entitled, The Great Apostasy. And today I will continue sharing the Berean Call Commentary, written by the late Dave Hunt, entitled, Revival or Apostasy. The name of his ministry, which is still going strong following his going home to be with the Lord, is aptly named. For the Bereans were commended by Paul the Apostle for their diligence to search the scriptures daily in order to test all things that were presented as being from God. In this hour of the greatest deceptions of the enemy being unleashed upon mankind, even as Jesus prophesied would happen, the church would do well to take on the Berean mantle of 1 John 4.1. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. And on the springboard of that sacred exhortation, he writes, Jude exhorts us to earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered to the saints. Contend against whom? Surely Jude's exhortation is not primarily against godless enemies outside the church. The warning concerns those within, as evidenced by Jude's words. For there are certain men who have crept in unawares. Crept in can only mean inside the church. Paul confirms Jude in addressing the Ephesian elders. For I know this, that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock. Also of your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things, to draw away disciples after them. The spiritual deception of which Christ and Paul warned would be rampant within the church. To summarize, the scriptural warnings foretell the very delusion we find in our day. One, a false signs and wonders movement led by many false prophets. Two, many being deceived through these seeming miracles. And three, the rejection of the biblical teaching concerning apostasy and the insistence that we are in the midst of, or at least building up to, the greatest revival in the history of the church. The promise of revival will be part of the last day's deception, Paul warns, so beware. Instead, in the days preceding the rapture, there will be a great apostasy, a falling away from the faith, and we are warned not to be part of it. T.A. McMahon, who now heads the Berean Call, wrote this afterward to Dave Hunt's commentary. Since the years that Dave wrote the above article, the apostasy has intensified in ways that are mind-numbing. I write this from the perspective of one who worked with Dave for more than three decades and learned from him how to discern trends that are taking hold in the church, drawing both professing and even true Christians away from the word of God. I remember that just three years following our book, The Seduction of Christianity, Spiritual Discernment in the Last Days, which was written in 1985, we were astonished by how much worse things had become spiritually during that short time. But that was then. 
Today seems like light years, or better put, dark years away. At that time, the new age was dawning. Today we have Christian yoga, which in itself is an oxymoron, practiced in church sanctuaries. Back then, evangelical leaders were dialoguing with Catholic leaders. Today, they are yoking themselves with this Babylonian counterfeit to true Christianity and joining many of their platforms. In those days, Christian youth were mostly being entertained in their fellowships. Now they are being led into emergent, contemplative, and social gospel ideas. Then the cults were making headway. Today, cultic teachings abound throughout Christendom. Then Christian psychology was infecting the church. Now that pseudoscience has contaminated biblical counseling. Bible studies where the Bible was actually studied and prayer meetings were then rare. Currently, books by popular Christian authors have displaced scripture completely, except perhaps when mentioned out of context to support their carnal trappings. And prayer has turned into Lord, give me sessions. Back then, faith was on the decline. Today, rare is the Christian who can tell you what biblical faith even is. False prophets used to be found primarily on Christian TV. Now they proliferate on bestseller lists and head up prosperous mega churches and non, with non being used loosely, profit organizations. Greed continues to trump over passion for the lost, and self-serving motives have defiled the witness of many who profess to have been called to be servants of the Lord. We are in those days characterized by Scripture as ones in which the church will not endure sound doctrine, and discernment has all but disappeared. As this obvious apostasy plays out, there is much talk of revival. Christian TV and radio and best-selling books persuasively argue that we are in the midst of the greatest revival of Christianity in the history of the world. While the idea of individual revival is mentioned in the Bible, for example, in Psalm 119.37, it is written, Turn away my eyes from looking at vanity, and revive me in thy ways. And there have indeed been great moves of God, such as recorded in the book of Acts, as the church was being birthed. The hope of mass revival, which excites so many today and promotes signs and wonders, is not a biblical concept, especially as it pertains to the last days. As we test the spirits, we must ask ourselves, is Christ not indwelling us as true born-again believers in Jesus Christ the Lord? Is he not in our midst each time we meet? Are we not to be filled with the Holy Spirit at all times? And most importantly, is not the word of God sufficient? Why then run after signs and wonders as though unusual manifestations prove that God is at work while neglecting what he has already given us in Christ Jesus, the living word. In the meantime, undertake a study to see what the Bible says. Check every source, including the Berean call against scripture. Be a Berean, end quote. Beloved, besides being unscriptural, which should be enough to cause us to reject the idea of it, one of the dangers of the concept of a massive revival taking place in the last days is that not only does it deny the power of the Holy Spirit within each individual born-again believer and his faithfulness to convict and bring to repentance a child of God 
in his work of holy sanctification, but it puts more emphasis on a particular church and or pastor, where it is usually touted that this is the place where the Holy Spirit is moving, causing many to flock to it, and in the process of their own personal quest for spiritual enrichment, they are neglecting their primary mandate to reach out to the lost. Surely the Holy Spirit is about a sanctifying work within the body of Christ, as he not only readies us for Jesus to come for us, but also to make us stronger and more faithful witnesses to his inerrant word of salvation's truth. However, perhaps it is repentance we should be hungering for, and not revival, in heartfelt obedience to his call. For revival is man seeking something for himself, while repentance is our yielding ourselves more fully to God. Repentance is literally a change of mind that is evidenced by a change of heart, action, and direction. And in the few churches where this is legitimately taking place, humbly and without the fanfare of signs and wonders added to it, God's people are moving deeply into his presence with renewed first love, recommitment, and rededication as ambassadors of his salvation truth. Listen to the words of Jesus as he admonishes the churches of Revelation. To the church at Ephesus, but I have this against you, that you have left your first love. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, and repent. To the church of Pergamum, thus you have also some who in the same way hold the teaching of the Nicolaitans. Repent, or else I am coming to you quickly, and I will make war against them with the sword of my mouth. To the church of Thyatira, but I have this against you, that you tolerate the woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess, and she teaches and leads my bondservants astray, so that they commit acts of immorality and eat things sacrificed to idols. And I gave her time to repent, and she does not want to repent of her immorality. To the church at Sardis, wake up and strengthen the things that remain, which were about to die, for I have not found your deeds completed in the sight of my God. Remember, therefore, what you have received and heard, and keep it, and repent. And finally, to the church at Laodicea. So because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. Because you say, I am rich and have become wealthy and have need of nothing. And you do not know that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. I advise you to buy from me gold refined by fire that you may become rich and white garments that you may clothe yourself and that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed, and I salve to anoint your eyes that you may see. Those whom I love I reprove and discipline. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Not once did Jesus beckon them to revival, but to repentance. And God willing, we will pick up here in our next podcast, beloved. Until then, and as always, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you'd like to receive a CD copy of this message or you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, 
or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.